back hope you checked out our video on arsenal chelsea the weekend jojo got absolutely soaking wet didn't you i did i was in the rainstorm loving it the scenes were dramatic the result was underwhelming from my perspective but great occasion great to be there and well done arsenal yeah it was a big game we we stood outside the chelsea club store so if you want to come see us film next time we're just on the right hand side just out, outside the store um, we we didn't get escorted away by police as brutally as usual. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're they're starting to you they're know, starting get to take to notice us. of us. Yeah, they they come over. There's a little nod sometimes, not an angry stare. Yeah. The stewards are still confused. They see they see two wet muppets standing there yeah. interviewing everyone they can, mostly getting rejected. And I feel as if they feel some sympathy for us. They do, and I think everyone's sympathising for Chelsea fans mm. who on our video were saying that everyone was convinced that Bamiyang was going to score a goal. Yeah, um, but. No bueno from Oba after talking all that before we're, the game. We're before a bit game. of a deluded bunch, aren't we, Cass? I mean, yeah. when, when we're at home, you think... Well, you're a delusional as well. You yeah. put it on as a bet. Listen, I'm a bit of a, a bit of a blind better these days when it comes to Chelsea. I get a blue haze. I get excited. I'm thinking of Bamiyang. Yeah. I dreamed of it, and I thought a cheeky tapping would happen. But you know what? It wasn't my day. It wasn't his day. But we've done something special for this episode. After a brutal loss for Chelsea, we decided to, uh, to recruit an Arsenal fan and a Chelsea fan to be our special guest today. So I'll introduce a fellow Chelsea lad, Roman. Hi, guys. Um, talk to me about you and Chelsea. How much of a devo devoted fan are you? Uh, I think I can safely say I'm a very devoted fan. I, watch, I try and watch every single game that I can. Yeah. Try and go to as many games as possible. And you even wearing a Chelsea shirt now as we're filming. I mean, yeah, exactly. Thought I thought I had to represent. Yeah. And if sat across from you is an Arsenal fan. Orlando, introduce yourself, my friend. <laughs> Hi there, Orlando. Die-hard Arsenal fan. <laughs> Red as they come. Orlando, are you excited to be here today after the weekend's result? Oh, big time. I'm ready to, uh, to put these Chelsea boys right, for sure. Are you going to put them to bed, my friend? Yeah. Easily, easily. <laughs> wait, wait, Orlando, you were actually at the game, but in the Chelsea stand, right? That is correct. I so was you were the... undercover? I was undercover. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Are you like a spy in enemy enemy territory, or did you like show your red colours to begin no, with? No, I had to. I had to be respectful. You know, yeah. when you're in the when you're in the opposition territory, you've got to be careful. I mean, Chelsea fans, relentless, aggressive. No, you would have been politely told to you know calm yourself in a very respectful <laughs> manner. But um, was it a good occasion? Me and Cass weren't there. We were outside bobbing about. Did you enjoy yourself? I mean, obviously for me, it was a great occasion. I was very nervous for most of the game. Oh, nerves! Even at one, nerves. even at even at one nil up, you know, you you know, they could have scraped a goal. We, we're we're going to go into it in more detail, but overall, I'd say a great result for us. Was it a fair result in your opinion? One nil? Would you say Arsenal were dom dominant of, of in the whole ninety minutes or? Without a doubt, I mean, I think that one nil if anything, is, is kind to Chelsea, to okay. be honest. Yeah. Just to give some perspective about the table right now, it is a bit biased to one side, as usual. We've got three Chelsea fans, two very objective journalists who are you know slightly leaning blue, yeah. and we've got a diehard Arsenal fan with Orlando. So just to give a bit more context to this conversation, and let's get at it. Yeah. But what, what's important, though, is to be as neutral as possible, but also be realistic. The fact that Chelsea did have quite a few injuries... Rio Ferdinand came out actually last night. No, but I thought it was actually very interesting. I hadn't thought about this. Ferdinand came out and said, listen, calm yourselves down. It was a patched up Chelsea team missing the likes of Kante, Kovacic semi-injured, semi Fafana obviously out, 75 million pound signing, Reese James, Ben Chilwell. Listen, I'm not making excuses for Chelsea, but I did think that was an interesting point from Rio Ferdinand. Mm, it does sound a bit like an excuse, and I'm with it. I'm with it. Excuses I mean, away. Roman, are you are you buying that from as a Chelsea fan? I think I think it's a fair point to make, but it's but I, I I sort of took the positive from the game, and I I thought bearing in mind the form that Arsenal are in at the moment, I thought one 0 was a pretty decent effort from us. I mean, Chelsea. from Chelsea. I mean, I mean, it's it's that's it's, how low you've it's, come. It's, it's, even, <laughs> it's 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 almost more embarrassing for Arsenal that you didn't score more because we have seven we have seven seven injuries of, of key players, and you know I, I think a one nil is is I mean we didn't play like a Chelsea side should play in the slightest. But I think with the injuries and the and the team that we put out, I think we did a, yeah. a decent job. Have Arsenal got any injuries at the moment? 
We do have a few. I mean, Smith Rowe is oh, Smith yeah. Rowe is, is a long term one. He's so, been. Would he uh, start for you, Smith Rowe? Definitely not with Martinelli playing okay. how he's playing at the moment. I mean, uh, Zinchenko's only just come back from injury. I thought he had a pretty good game. Apart from that, we are we have been lucky with injuries. Um, I do think that we need to to stay lucky. Otherwise, we could be in trouble. Yeah. To be honest. A lot of, lot of Arsenal fans will be saying if Thomas Partey gets injured. Because yeah. we, we did the Arsenal-Tottenham game about a month ago. And everyone was saying if Partey gets injured, there's not much cover in that position. Is that a worry for you? I think definitely, without a doubt, that, that CDM role, the pivot role, is is one of the main concerns. You've got Sambi Lekonga, who is yeah. who's the backup. He's not quite ready. And then, you've got, and then you've got Mohamed El Nenny. Um, Mo I mean, does a job though. <laughs> Mohamed El Sideways, say what you <laughs> <laughs> Mohamed El Sideways. No, but yeah, that's definitely one of the key positions. I think definitely centre mid and also striker for me. If if yeah. Jesus got injured, we we would be in serious yeah. trouble. And I guess this is a question for both of you. We've got to talk about him. Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Chelsea fans disappointed by his performance. I guess Arsenal fans just happy that I think I read it was eight touches in total. One yellow card. Um, it wasn't a great doubt for him. As an Arsenal fan, are you are you just Aubameyang's got no no place in your heart? He d- he. Listen, I, I I'm always respectful. You know, he he did uh, he did he did score a lot of goals for our club and he played well, but it didn't he didn't leave on great terms. I mean, the whole uh, nothing personal thing. I don't think was yeah. was a great idea given given. Was he how- not forced into saying that, or do you think that was him? Even, even it. I mean, he's always got a choice, doesn't he? Mm. He's always got a choice. Fair point. I think, I think that this whole idea that Arteta can't manage big players is nonsense. I think that that's rubbish. I think that Ober is notoriously quite a tricky personality, and you know, the his actions speak louder than words. You know, he he consistently was was late for training and all these things. I think that he had, you know. It was the right decision. Yeah. Also, that. as a captain, you have to act from, you know, a place of authority and lead by example. Mm. And he definitely didn't do that. I mean, I don't want to go too into his lifestyle and his personal stuff, but he's quite a Gold flashy Lamborghini. guy. Gold <laughs> Lamborghini, always versace out. And I don't know, as an influence to all the younger players and everyone looking up to him as being the star man, it doesn't seem like the kind of influence that you want. What yeah. do you think about I that? Think, mm. I think actually even more important than, than his off-the-pitch lifestyle is is how he was playing on the pitch i mean since since he signed the the contract the the 350 grand a week contract that is a lot of he, money that is he, a lot he was rubbish let's be honest he was rubbish he wasn't doing a lot at all we can see now that we've got a proper striker how much of a difference it makes Aubameyang would score goals but apart from that he wouldn't offer a lot to the team at all yeah. so i mean for me managing to get him off the books to barca you know he's at Chelsea now. I don't. I couldn't. You don't care. care. No. And yeah. Roman, from a Chelsea perspective, um, obviously you've got a few strikers knocking about trying to get into the starting eleven. The two clear options are Broha and Bamiang. Who do you think should be the man up top? I think without a doubt it should be Broha. Ooh, he's, I like that. Good from you. I think. I think Chelsea in the past. In the past three four seasons, we've we've been missing a a, a proper uh, number nine and and. We've been we've tried to recruit Lukaku. That's obviously obviously didn't work. Disaster. Mm. Um, we've tried Havertz. He did okay. I think obviously the Champions League was brilliant. Yeah. Um, he he played well. He had a good run of form, and then and then Lukaku came in. He didn't play. He lost. I think his sort of mojo. Um, and the the thing the sort of aspects that Broha brings compared to Aubameyang is just I mean the list goes on. He's he's much bigger. He's faster. He mm. he seems to know. Where to be at the right time? I mean, uh, in the he Arsenal works game, a lot harder. Yeah, a lot harder. He's, he's, running, well. he's also he's also so much younger. I mean, yeah. and I think, yeah, I think he's twenty one. And and you only you, it's it's in that in that transfer ban that we had. You just saw what we could do with our academy, like Chilwell, Reese James. Uh, Mount, we could all of those players have come Ch- through. Chilwell might have been a fifty million pound signing from Leicester, but <laughs> well, no, no. But I know what you prior, mean about the others. Prior, yeah. prior, he was yeah. he was Chelsea academy, but. I think it, it's no, but you're right with the Reese James with Broho coming in. We even had Tammy Abraham up top. Yeah, Tammy and Tamori as well. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just Big Gale. I don't see why we don't we don't play Broho. We might as well give him the game time and risk it rather than just playing a Bamiang, 
who that, that's was what a I've completely been, pointless I've been, I've been saying the same thing. If for Chelsea fans, Aubameyang, if he plays well, he's 34 next season, you've got nothing to build upon. But Broha, you might as well... You know, not take a dent, but mm. maybe go kind with of break him bit, in. Yeah, break him break in. Him go in with someone bit. a little bit more inexperienced. It's got the hunger. But you know, in a couple of seasons' time, you'll reap the rewards. In a couple of seasons' time, it's about Bamyang's retired. You know. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. So I'm totally with you on agree. that one, Roman, mate. You know, I'm fully, fully with you. I mean, from from an Arsenal fan's perspective, I think that I agree. Broher right now, I think, is is actually a better <laughs> option for Chelsea than Bamyang. I don't think either of them are good enough to, to start as a striker for Chelsea. To be, I don't think either of them will, will be the answer. Um, but, you know, Broha's work, work rate, all of those things, I feel like he has the fans behind him as well, which yeah. is also important. I think that he, he, yeah, he gets in the team over. Okay. over. Interesting question for you. Would you take Eddie and Ketia or Armando Broha as your backup striker? I'm I'm definitely taking Eddie, no question. Eddie and Katia, no really? You're a joke. No You're a joke. Well, I guess this leads us on quite nicely to our next kind of round, which is going to be a combined 11. Seeing as we've got an Arsenal and Chelsea fan here, we've asked them to come prepared. We said 4-3-3 formation, just yep. to keep it simple. Simple. And you, Roman, you're happy with the 4-3-3? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Orlando, you're happy with that? Yeah, I'd, I'd just like to confirm, is that... Is that but that three in midfield is that with a holding central player? It is with a holding central player. You guys player. can come up with that. You want a holding, Roman? Yeah, you want I, a holding? I think yeah. one holding in one the middle. Yeah, one yeah, holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, cool. I'm glad we agree on something. Definitely not Rob Holding. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Rob Holding. <laughs> For this round, we're gonna let we're gonna let Roman or Landy just uh, battle it out, and you know the yeah. listeners can be the uh, judges on this one and let the best man win. And are we doing, guys? We're we doing injured players, so it doesn't. Golo Kante coming to this or are we keeping him on the sideline um, what do you guys want you guys kind well, of it depends because if, it's, if, it's, if it's no injuries then, then James and Chilwell won't yeah. be in it either I feel like that's a lot of the Chelsea team. So why don't we we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll do everyone's fit if yeah. everyone's fit the yeah. best combined 11 Arsenal Chelsea 4-3-3 formation 1 CDM and I guess as we're majority Chelsea fans, we'll let Roman kick it off. <laughs> that sounds fair. That sounds fair, yeah. <laughs> any, any position. Basically, the first... No, yeah, go, go with the GK. So basically, you've got Mendy or Ramsdale. That's yeah. the, uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going... I'm going Ramsdale. Wow. I'm going, I think... I think... I think... I think... I don't know. I, the only reason why is because... he Ramsdale... Okay, he might not be as good maybe in sort of like long-term situations compared to Mendy I think he just doesn't make the same mistakes Mendy does he, he doesn't pass the ball pretty much into his own net and give other other you know, teams <laughs> goals which he's done on a lot of occasions um, Kepa again he's come back and he's 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 played exceptionally well before he got injured um, but again you can't you can't trust him uh, yet I, if he if he didn't get injured and he, and he plays throughout the rest of the season and we had the so same you, conversation yeah. at the end of the season. My answer might be different, but at the moment, in form, I say Ramsdale. Orlando, you're happy with that? You must yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with it. I think Ramsdale is the obvious option. Uh, I mean, obviously, Mendy has been dropped from the team. Kepa came in. Kepa's now injured, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, you know, obviously, Kepa has had history. I think that you're, you're right. The main, the main thing for me is that I actually believe that Mendy is probably... The better goalie, apart from yeah. apart from the ball with with the ball at his feet, for me, which is so important um, in the way that teams want to play these days, that's why that's why uh, that's why Ramsdale has to start. Yeah, I love how you're disregarding the fact that Mendy was in goal for the Champions League win. But no, no, no. again, but no, fair enough. Listen, if form. we're doing form, if we're doing form this season, yeah. I think, and and, and uh, Orlando made a good point. He said. Now teams want to play out at the back, and, and, and goalies' feet are extremely important, as you've seen now with Edison, who's pretty much is an outfield player. Um, Mendy making those mistakes, especially with Chelsea playing with the back five and pushing those win backs from the start. Mendy can't be making those mistakes with three defenders rather than four in front of him. I think yeah. also you you you've only got to look at the game on on Sunday mm. to see you know um, Chelsea tried to try to play out from the back. We pressed them high. You can you. Every time Mendy got the ball, Chelsea fans around me started screaming and shouting, yeah. get rid of it. They yeah, just don't yeah, trust him at all. Yeah. yeah. All right, so next position, lads. We're going uh, right back next. 
Yeah, I mean, I for me, I'll I'll I'll, I'll concede Reese James definitely. I think that he obviously is injured at the moment. He's a phenomenal player. I think that he's he's argu- he's one of the best right backs in the world. To be honest, he's got an unbelievable ball on him. He's better than he's better than the likes of Trent defensively. Um, but I do want to say that I think Ben White this season at right back has been phenomenal. I agree. Yeah, he has been really good, but but obviously I think Reese James is just that mm. extra bit, extra level ahead. Yeah. yeah. So you're happy with that, Reese James? Yeah, I will yeah. say Ben White. Also asking a centre back to play at right back is not. It's not the know. easiest thing in the world. Yeah, that was an easy one. I know expected. Then centre backs. This is where it's going to get very interesting. Mm. I think centre backs. I think I think the clear and obvious one would be Thiago Silva. He's he's played exceptionally in the past two seasons. He's 37 and he hasn't got injured at all. Um, a, a few minor injuries here and there, but he hasn't had a major one. Yeah. He's he's saving Chelsea from the depths. I mean, he he cleared to at least what two or three balls almost off the line on Sunday. I mean, he he just knows the game yeah. so well. And I don't think any of Arsenal's centre backs would would sort of come close to him. Um, in terms of the other centre back, I, I would probably concede Saliba, because from, I mean he's had a pretty decent season. I think Fofana is still a little bit new to the Chelsea team yeah. to put him in over Saliba. I mean and Saliba is yeah, new and as it's well. funny at Santa Chen, Fofana was Saliba's uh, understudy, uh, so he's always kind of been below yeah. Saliba in the pecking order I mean, in France. I I. Koulibaly hasn't been mentioned once as well. No, I think yeah. I, I I think Koulibaly is 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 exactly like Rudiger in terms of committing fouls, but can't do any of the defensive. <laughs> I, I think he's 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 good because he's he's big and he's he's quick and he's actually he's got a very good head on him. I mean, he can score and, and that we don't we haven't really had. Um, but. I he's way too reckless. I mean, he's getting cards left, right, and centre. He got a red <laughs> card within what was it, twelve minutes? Yeah. I mean, I don't. He's he's just very reckless. And now, well, he's 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 slightly injured now. I think, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, so he's, he got put on the bench. So, so no, you're, so you're happy with Thiago Silva and Saliba? And Saliba. Yeah. You're missing out on Gabriel there. As an yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, I I think that Saliba for me is the first. Is 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 honestly close to being the first uh, name on the team sheet he's been unbelievable this season he's been for me by far the best uh, defender in the league he's Mm, by far the best defender in the league yeah Yeah. without a doubt he's been he's been mate he's been pocketing players he's he's had a few minor mistakes but for me he's he's unbelievable he's going to be he's going to be you know an absolute mainstay in that French back four for years to come Um, I will admit you know Gabriel is is definitely the more shaky of the two centre backs. He's got a mistake in him. He's a bit hot headed. I do think that uh, that uh, Thiago Silva is just obviously ultimate class. I think that he he has to get in that team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, so I'm happy with those two. But I I, I do think that that um, Saliba gets in that team before Thiago Silva. I love that a yeah. 21 year old Saliba playing the 37 year old. That could be a nice little combination, mm, the little mentor action for nice. Saliba. Yeah, yeah. So right now we've got Ramsdale and goal, Reese right back, Saliba and Thiago Silva as a centre pack pairing. We're moving on to left back, and what do we think, Orlando? Who's the man? Well, I think this is the first one that's going to cause a bit of controversy. I, you've got two left backs to choose. You've got yeah, Tierney and Zinchenko. I, I, I'm, there's no way I'm putting Chilwell in there. There's no <laughs> way I'm putting Chilwell in there. I think that since since Zinchenko's come to Arsenal, he's been unbelievable. He's been he's been one of our best players when he's been fit. He's the one for me that starts in there, especially in the way that you'd want it, uh, that Arsenal have been playing with, with our uh, right back and left back coming into a midfield role. I just think he's he it can be so effective. I understand that Chilwell, you know, he's 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 a good player, but I honestly I honestly think that Chilwell and Tierney is a is a, is a debate. I don't think Zinchenko is a debate in that. Yeah, I'm afraid I don't agree with that at all. I think I, even even I mean I know Zinchenko last season wasn't at Arsenal, but even if you look at every time City and Chelsea came head to head, I mean Chilwell was just far far better on the pitch. This season, he's been, I'd argue, one of Chelsea's best players before he got injured. He's 
I mean, he can play left back, he can play left wing back. He knows exactly where to be at what time. I think Zinchenko, don't get me wrong, he's played incredibly this season. But I just, I don't think he's as consistent as, as Chilwell. And I think he makes more mistakes than Chilwell. I want to ask a question to both of you guys. Who's got a higher ceiling, Zinchenko or Chilwell? Who has the most potential out of the two? Obviously, both maybe have reached their heights in terms of their career. I don't think either have. But who's who's going to be the better player when their career is said and done? That's a good one. That's a tough one. I mean, it's... it's Asking a big I'd, question. I'd, I'd, a, I'd only say Chilwell's injuries are just really holding Chilwell back. I mean, he did his ACL. He's, he's just on his hamstring. If, if if injuries keep on coming this major this frequently I think he his his career is really going to be pushed back um, so uh, that's a tough one to answer but if, if I think if Chilwell's lucky with injuries from now until the the end of his career you I think, think he has, I think I think he has more potential I think he has more potential it, it, again there's a lot of factors that go into it but I think if Chelsea keep playing a back five I think I think Alright, so we've got to make out. a decision here. Are we taking Zinchenko or are we taking uh, Ben Chilwell? I've I've got to stick with Zinchenko. I've, I've, I'm absolutely adamant that he he do a better job in the team than Ben Chilwell. Okay, Roman, over to you. I I I think Chilwell. I mean, Chilwell, Chilwell. No, Cassius, it comes to us. It does come to us. Can I just say one more thing? Yeah. <laughs> We won the Champions League last season with both of them playing on the pitch. <laughs> Very true. Very say. true. Um, Cassius, I'm going to pass over to you. I actually know my answer, but I, I'm intrigued to hear yours first. I'm, I'm actually going to say that there's a reason why Pep Guardiola said that Zinchenko was was expendable. They knew that there was a weakness at left back there. He didn't mind getting rid of him. And so I'll go with, for me, Chilwell. Edge is it. Although I will say his injuries are kind of concerning. putting that... They're concerning, but I'm still going Ben Chilwell. Joe? Yeah, I actually... Oh, I don't want to say this. It's gonna it's gonna complicate things even further. But I think Zinchenko is the better player. Okay. I'd be much more comfortable having Zinchenko on my team than Ben. I think that technically, but I think Chelsea relies on their their wing backs to be so offensive and to create. And Zinchenko doesn't really have that responsibility. His responsibility is to sit in while while they defend and to come central while they have possession. And he's not really required to be that creative spark that Ben is and make those like late runs into the box that Ben's very famous for. So I mean, I don't really, I don't know in this well, starting well, eleven. Why we, we'll give you this 50-50. If there's another 50-50 later on, we'll have it. I'm, there I'm, we yeah. go. I'm saying that we we put a pin in it for now, yeah, and then we'll you know we're gonna have Come a fifty fifty later on, yeah, yeah. and yeah. we can ar- we we'll, can argue yeah. which one we we prefer. Okay. Uh, right, well, let's move on to midfield Oof. then. C- yeah, CDM, Kante, Kante. There's no argument. Kante and goals. Party. Yes, he's playing well, and he he scored two nice goals this season. But I'm sorry, you cannot say no to Angolo Kante. He's he's got he's he's. Kante's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Kante is done. But if you're looking, if you're looking at form from 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 this season before he got injured, he was playing miles better than Party is now, and 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 through consistency as well, he's constantly. He, he's he is, constantly on. He form. has won the World Cup with France, and he's been one of their main players. He, he, yeah. he he's been an incredible player. He's been an incredible player. I don't even I don't even know if he if he starts in that Chelsea team. To be honest, <laughs> it's it's it's. Without a doubt, Thomas Partey. He's he's one of our best players. He's so instrumental. I when I was in the uh, state in Stamford Bridge on Sunday, all the Chelsea fans around me saying he's a player. He's a player. He was exceptional. Without a doubt, Thomas Partey. He played well, but but again, this is how many games are we in? Twelve? Yeah. Thirteen games in. If if we're going on current he's... form, without a doubt, Thomas Partey. Yeah, but but then again, Kante's been injured. So if you take consistency from Kante in previous seasons and also how he started this season, has it was he that good this season? Yeah, God, yeah, he was good this season. How many games? He, he's only played what a couple he's games. Played, I think he played the first five. Okay, five, maybe five, six. Um, but I think I think Kante is just much more consistent. He's much better as a as a holding midfielder. Um, he he. I think he, he he tackles much better. He commits many less fouls. I think Partey is a bit more rash than him, and Partey has only really come alive this season. And he's been left out of the Arsenal squad for you know I, seasons previous. I think reason. there's no party 
like an N'Golo Kante party, <laughs> especially at CDM. That guy is a mop. He'll just take everything in and release it, get the ball back from anyone. The guy's the best at his position, maybe all time. Best Chelsea CDM I've ever seen over Makalele. Yeah. And probably one of the best CDMs to ever play the game. So, I mean, if you're putting Thomas Partey up there with the greats of N'Golo Kante, I don't really understand. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're missing the point here. We're not doing an all-time best 11 we're doing the best 11 right now but if he was fit if he was fit no, you'd he's think past it. no he's past it. i'm sorry mick arteta had the option of ngolo kante at cdm and he had thomas party sitting next There's to him no... he would say party sit on the bench no, <laughs> thomas sit on the bench we've got a world cup winner coming Th- on thomas, we've got a world cup winner here chill out mate ngolo's got it we probably don't even we'll play with 10 men mate we got ngolo we're chilling don't worry about it name think... a player that party can't do that uh, i, feel, I think i, I think feel the... like we're ganging up on an arsenal fan here with this with this one i think i think the one thing the one thing that comes to mind is that Pep's interview after the Champions League final and when the interviewer asked him about N'Golo Kante he just said it always looked like there was two men on the pitch he said that he's never seen anything like it and he's never seen play and he continued that form into the start of this season before he got injured and I think there's just no doubt absolutely right. no doubt right, I'll, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do a truce you take Zinchenko we'll take Kante <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I understand listen Kante was an unbelievable player he was an unbelievable player and is he, yeah. and but I just I, I, I just think that he's he's not quite where he was I think that Thomas Partey is so so important at the end of the day we're top of the league I haven't even said that yet we're, <laughs> we're top of the we're top of the league we're, we're, we're above City okay and Thomas Partey is one of the most important players in that team he has to make it okay all right, well, let's move on. Listen, well, we've got, we got two 50-50 so far. We'll put a pin in it. Yeah, we've still got, <laughs> yeah. we've got two centre mid roles to, to fulfil. Um, Chelsea's options are Jorginho, Kovacic, Mason Mount, Gallagher, and Arsenal, you've got... Xhaka. Odegaard. Odegaard you put in, yes, we'll put him in at centre mid. Odegaard, Xhaka. Lekonga. Um, Leco- no, Lekonga's a... CDM with um, Fabio Vieira, yeah, um, Emil Smith Rowe. Emil Smith Rowe in the middle. Okay, so quite a, quite a, quite a quite few a options here yeah. actually. Both teams stacked in midfield. I uh, think I think let's get let's get one out of the way. Odegaard is Odegaard is taking one one position. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Odegaard, all right. Yeah. Yeah. All in agreement. All in agreement. Yeah, yeah. Martin. Odegaard. I'd like him in that in that right centre mid spot as well. If I Cut him on the left. Yeah, oh, no, right, there we go. There yeah. we go. There we go. No. There we go. I think that this is going to sound really bad, but I, I, I think Jack is playing better than any Chelsea midfielder. Yeah, I think without I think, a doubt. I think I think I think I think I would say, I would I would say, I'd say two things. One, Arsenal would not be where they they are now without Jacker, and two, I think if if Kovacic didn't get injured, I would debate much. Stronger as to whether Kovacic beats Xhaka into that eleven. Yeah, agreed. Oh my God, Kovacic is unbelievable. I mean, on 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 Sunday as well when he came on. I mean, he was just my. I mean, in the intensity as soon as he came on just went up a notch completely. Yeah, and wonder why he wasn't starting in Loftus Cheek, who never does anything in any yeah, game. Yeah. That confused me. That decision. I would just be safe with injuries. Yeah. So we'll we'll put Odegaard and Jacker. Yeah. So, so this midfield is looking very Arsenal heavy. Arsenal heavy. Now at the top of the league. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, 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 also think that Granite Jacker has been so good this season. You know, he's been through he's been through the wars as an Arsenal fan. He really, as an Arsenal player, he's been. You know, obviously had that that whole uh, situation where he took his shirt off and all that thing. Everyone would have said that he's done at the club. He's he's earned the fans' respect by just playing well, and and he's still hot-headed. But I, mm-hmm. you know, what I love to see is is uh, is other Arsenal players. For example, when I think it was him and Trevor Chalaber squared up on yeah. on Sunday, mm-hmm. and immediately I saw Jesus and 
who was it? Uh, Jesus and another Arsenal player run to Xhaka and just uh, push him away. Make sure that he he's not suspended. Yeah, make yeah. sure that he doesn't do anything stupid because he he at the end of the day he does have that in his locker. But but this season he has been he has been really something yeah. special. Do you think he could ever get the Arsenal captaincy back at any stage, or do you think that that's just for him after you know taking off the shirt? Would that it, ever be the, a possibility? The, it's a, it's it's a really interesting point because although Odegaard is captain. I've I've watched every Arsenal game this season, including all the uh, preseason games. Devoted. And in every and in every game before the match starts, they get into a huddle, they have a talk, and you know who's talking. Granite, Granite Jacker. Yeah. I think that he he is he does sort of play that captain role without wearing the armband. I don't I don't think he I don't think he will be Arsenal captain, but. Uh, but you know he he doesn't need to have yeah, wear he doesn't the armband. Need the armband he doesn't need to wear the armband yeah, he, that's he, an interesting point he he's he's the biggest he's the biggest like personality in the dressing room i think and you can see that he sort of runs the team but um yeah unfortunately his it i think that that time has gone yeah yeah i think it's suiting better as well not having the captain on yeah, yeah less not pressure. pressure yeah all right well let's move on then um so let's just recap so in goal ramsdale right back reese james saliba trago silva 50 50 zinchenko chilwell 50 50 kante and thomas party odegaard jacker so it leaves us three spaces to fill yeah. arguably the most important places yeah i'm very interested in this top three selection because I mean, they're the game winners, right? Mm. They're the most influential pieces, some could say. Big names. And a lot of big names. And a lot of players not in form right now, but have been, you know, influential over the last few years. Um, on the Chelsea talking side. talking about Sterling. <laughs> we, I am talking about Raheem. But, you know, on the Chelsea side, we can start off. We want to start off with right wing? Right wing. Right wing, I think Mount. Mount, I think Mount. Well, let's list off no, the right let's wing. list off the Chelsea options yeah. at right wing. Pulisic, the Mount, Havertz, Sterling. You can't play him there. Yeah, let's keep him uh, on the left. That's yeah, let's keep him on the yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, on the left, Sterling, Sterling, uh, Havertz can play there. I guess then, Mount will. And then in the middle, Abamyang and Broha. Yeah. yeah, and then on the Arsenal side, well, right wing. Uh, Bukayo Saka, uh, Reese Nelson, Marquinhos, um, left wing, Emil Smith Rowe, Martinelli, um, and striker Eddie Nketiah and Gabriel Jesus, Jesus. my brother. Jesus. My brother. Um, Jesus. Yeah. You're gonna have to fight your corner here, Roman, because I think you're under some pressure. Yeah, I think. I think. I think we definitely know Aubameyang starting up top. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I think I think I think I can quite happily concede Jesus and Martinelli. Okay, I, that I'm happy to concede. I so, think I think so we're going to start ooh. with the right wing. Then we're going to start with I think right, right wing, wing, right wing mount. That was out of nowhere. Hang on, Martinelli let, playing left. So so right wing, you're going to push for Mason Mount to yes. start. Yes. Orlando, you're going to push for. Bakayo well, it's Saka. It's got to be Bakayo Saka, yeah. doesn't it? It's got to <laughs> be think, Bakayo I think, Saka. I think, I think Mount is is just much better, more consistent, and also I think we'll Mount, get, Mount we'll, is, take, we'll take Saka in the England squad. Mount Mount is a Mount is an unbelievable player. He's 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 uh, alongside Reese James. He's your best player. Um, and Saka's just but, not quite as good. But Mount. I don't even know is is right wing Mount's best position. No, I, it's not. It's I not. Don't but, think the it fact, is. but the fact is the same argument with Ben White. The fact that he managed to change from Cam into that position and still plays so well and be a massive. I know, but you've you've got a ready-made like Bukayo Saka is is probably our best player. He's probably our best player. He's instrumental to everything we do. He's so direct. He's so aggressive. I'm 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 certain that he's going to start for England at right wing. I don't think he will. I think Mount. I think Mount will play right wing yeah. for England. I, I I genuinely think he will. I think that I I would have I would have said that Mason Mount could compete more with Granite Xhaka in that role rather than playing, rather than playing because you've got to remember that. But he's not Mount is is not great in a CM position. He's really he does it doesn't suit him at all. He has to either be either be calm or in those top three. Yeah. He, he 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 when he played in CM, with. Jorginho whilst we were trying to see where Ziyech and um, uh, Pulisic could play he just wasn't he wasn't because we were playing Jorginho as a sort of DM with Kante and then putting yeah. him out in the middle it didn't work at, I mean at all when, when 
with Lampard and it was just you know it, that so you're so, so for you you're saying Mount Mount is better at right wing than Sterling is at left wing yes Wait, okay. so, so Mason <laughs> Mount's a better winger on the right than Sterling is on the left yeah yeah that's, I don't that's, think, that's a bold statement right I there. don't I don't think Sterling's performed that well at Chelsea this season I think he's he's don't get me wrong he scored he started off well he scored three goals and then he had an eight game drought and he only only just recently scored again Mount although he hasn't had the same sort of consistent performance and, and the sort of goal scoring performances as he did in previous seasons because of again many factors he's still incredibly influential on the pitch he's still making us be so much more aggressive and makes everyone work much harder because he, he he never stops running and I think Saka is is not as active as Mount and I don't think and Sterling definitely isn't and I think Sterling now he's come to Chelsea has sort of lost his touch I mean I think it's gonna I think still he needs a bit of molding into the team um, but I think I think Mount is is gonna be picked over Saka for England I think he should okay. be in this team Alright, so another pin in it, I guess, on the right wing. Yeah, Mason, I think. Put, I feel like you're conceding it. You're, you're not. You're no, not fighting no. I, as hard. I, I, the thing is, I get your point, but I still, I still like Mason Mount is not a right winger. He, that's not he his does, best position. No, it's not. But that's where he plays for he, us every week. He, he, yeah, but that's because you guys play a three, like a, a five, whatever it is. You got about twenty-five, oh, yeah. a five, twenty-five defenders on. <laughs> um, we do, but he no, played well. In I'm that. saying, I'm saying, right, Mason Mount's best position, undoubtedly, CAM. Yeah, 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 yeah. CAM. So Martin Odegaard in that right centre mid role is a, is essentially a CAM. He played. He plays as a CAM without a doubt, because in when in defence when we don't have the ball, he actually pushes up closer to Jesus, almost like a second yeah, yeah. striker. Uh-huh. And then obviously when we've got the ball in attack, he's 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 you know looking right. to break the yeah, line. He, he tries to sit on uh, the other team's CDM to kind of you know stop them being fluid in that part of the field. Um, I think on the defensive side, there's no question to say that Mason Mount is more effective in terms of his energy yeah. and what he brings to that side of the table. Than than who? Sorry. Than Martin. Then, yeah. yeah. So who are you taking if you had Mason Mount Odegaard at Cam? I, I, who I, would you take? I'd be more happy to concede that than Bakayo Saka. Okay. So yeah. you think you think this season Saka's playing better than Odegaard? No, no, no. So what he's, he's in, saying, in terms of in terms, no, if, if you were to play Mount, no. if you have the opportunity to play Mount in both positions, you'd rather no, concede Odegaard but, to but Mount, Mount than Saka to Mount. But Mount, no, but Mount is is better in that position where Odegaard is rather than where he is. But he hasn't Saka played is. in that position for almost a season now. He's played he's played yeah. right wing. For I mean, I feel season. like that that's a result of your your system. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. But I still think he's, I still think he's performing. I mean, better than Saka. I just don't think Saka's been just. I mean, I, I just don't. I, I don't think he's been that influential compared to your other other players in your team, compared to Saliba, compared to Xhaka, compared to Odegaard, compared to Party. I just don't think yeah. Saka's oh, yeah. and Martinelli as well and Jesus. I don't think Saka's been anywhere near them. Honestly, I, I don't. I, I just I especially just watching Arsenal. Okay, Saka this season: thirteen games, yeah. four goals, six assists. Great stats. That's, that's, great stats. He's been one of our best players. Uh, Mason, that, those are decent stats. Mason, Mason Mount this season, 13 matches, two goals, two assists. Yeah. I, I know that personally because I've got him on my fantasy team. Okay. And he's been so pretty I think, poor. I think we can, from that alone, we can concede that. So just right another way, little thing. Our, the, our highest point scorer on, on fantasy is also <laughs> Bakayo Saka. So he's clearly so doing something he's right. He's doing something right. So, you, so, you, so you'd one. concede Mount for Odegaard. I, I tell you what, I'm I, I'm I'm tempted to concede that because I do okay. really rate Mason Mount. I okay. do really okay. rate him. Right, we'll put Mount in at right centre mid then. Just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to keep you happy though. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, I think sure. the easiest thing today will be striker. Mm. I think we all know the answer to that. Gabriel yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Do you want to just tell us all how much you love Gabriel Jesus I mean, just quickly? I, I can't even put it into words. He's just... <laughs> He just honestly every time he plays, I'm like, I owe you. I owe you for for putting in that much of a shift. You know, I'm I'm not worried about goals at all. I do think that, I do think that he can become more clinical. That's that's the one part of his game that I think I'd like to see him just take that that one chance that he gets. I feel like at the moment he's not quite there, but the rest of his the rest of his game makes up for it without a doubt. Yeah, he did miss that one chance the weekend with that header. 
Oh, yeah. Shit. yeah. But yeah. apart from that, no. Scored, I know what you mean. He was putting a shift at left back at times on the weekend. Yeah. Right, and last one, left wing. This is where it's Martinelli versus Sterling, essentially. Um, uh, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I think we already had a bit of a glimpse of, uh, of, of, of what would be the scenario here. But yeah, I, I mean, Sterling, Sterling's a great player. He's, I, I do think that he, that he, even on, uh, on Sunday when he got the ball, you know, I, I get always got a little bit more nervous. I think that he's got the ability to, 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 you know, win a game with, with, uh, with one action. Um, yeah. But with that, you know, Gabriel, Gabriel Martinelli this season has been unbelievable. I, I called it at the start of the season. I said that this is his, this is his proper breakthrough year at left wing. He's, he, he's, a, you know, he's got so much energy. He doesn't stop running the whole game. It's, it's got to be Gabriel Martinelli. I can to. confirm that he did make that shout prior to the season. So, you know... He's a bit of a guru, Orlando. Yeah. He's got he's got some mystics arts about him. Roman, you putting up a fight for left wing? No, no. I think Martin. Okay. I think Martin is an absolute baller. Okay, well, um, fair enough. That that's our that's the lineup concluded. I'll just run through Ramsdale and goal, Reese James, Saliba, Chago Silva, and Zinchenko at left back. Yep. Uh, actually, the one we haven't done is Kante and Party. That's the one we haven't. We'll give it to Kante. Kante. When we decided Kante. I'll, I'll Kante. give you Kante just because okay. it's mostly Arsenal players, isn't so, it? So midfield, <laughs> midfield, Kante, Mason Mount and Jacker, And then the front three is all Arsenal. Love it. It's Saka, Gabby Jesus and Gabriel Martinelli. Thank you for that, lads. That's that was, that was good. good fun. That was very Great. enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that, didn't, that, that went down well. Yeah, yeah but, but clearly showing how good Chelsea are at the moment. Yeah, we're shit. Yeah. We're so bad, and it's—I don't know. Our expectations are always sometimes a bit, or definitely above our performance level. And you hope, especially at home, when the big fixtures come rolling in, that Chelsea have some bottle about them. And it's turning out this season that we've got no minerals. We keep falling short in these big occasions. Um, you know the Tottenham game I think is a great example as well I think we played exceptionally mm. should have put the game to bed and you know conceded two stupid goals obviously some abhorrent refereeing decisions were involved God. abhorrent can I repeat that ab fucking horrent. who was it again? I mean Mike Dean Mike, Mike, Mike Dean he was, on, he was on VAR that game came out afterwards and said I should have given the Kukurea hair pull a foul yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. What are you that doing? Was, don't come out and say that. Afterwards. What are you doing? Do it in the game. Oh, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. What I will say though is 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 although that was uh, that was quite a one sided eleven. I think that it's the first time in a long time that Arsenal would have more pl- more players in that eleven than Chelsea. Um, they they they've been above us for a while now. Um, it's nice. It you know, as an Arsenal fan, I've had to deal with a lot of stick and a lot of <laughs> a lot of shit over the years <laughs> and it's nice that we're finally you know we're finally starting to show up it's still early days but you know I'm it's it's looking it's looking really positive I still hold on to the belief that come February maybe late January I'm going to be taking out of the oven a nice piece of apple crumble and you guys are just going to fall to pieces. I think your mentality has yet to be really pushed. And I just want to see a little drop in form and see how you react. I know you bounced back from the United game, in which was, you know, I respect that. But I just don't know if, you know, I don't, I'm still not sure Mikel Arteta, to be honest. I have something against him. I have no idea yeah. why. But I just don't really know if he's got, he's got it in him to lead this team to any sort of silverware. Orlando, are you confident there? He's, al- he's already led us to silverware. So. <laughs> sure, it. yeah. An FA Cup of who's back? Aubameyang. Thank you very much. <laughs> the guy you threw out your club <laughs> disgracefully after he gave his all for you. Uh, I, <laughs> I, think, I think if Arsenal get a few injuries, you, you're toast. That's the scare, isn't it? That's toast. the big if you, scare. If, you, if Arsenal were in the same position as we were now with the injuries and, the, and to the players that are injured now, in the Chelsea team, you guys would be in a relegation battle again. Honestly, <laughs> wow. If, again. No, 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 again. If, wow. I mean, if 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 Jack if Jack goes out, if Party goes out, if Jesus goes out, if Martinelli goes out, I mean, you're you're done for. 
I'll, I'll admit that that you know the one thing keeping Death. us the one thing keeping us in this uh, in this title race at the moment is is the fact that we we haven't got injuries and we don't have the squad depth to compete over over the whole season. That's why I don't think we'll win the league. But then again, you know there you never know if if we might get lucky with injuries. Obviously, if we got a few injuries, then our form would dip. I still think I still genuinely believe we're guaranteed top four. I think guaranteed top four. Yeah, I think it's done. I think I think that our the way we're playing, you know, even even when we lose players, we've got such a clear philosophy of how we want to play. I think that it that will take up. You know, we've already got also a significant lead over over the other competing teams. Mm. I think it's I think it's thirteen over Liverpool and and around ten over Chelsea or something like that. Yeah. Are you um, worried about the second half of the season if you go deep in the Europa League after the World Cup that fixtures are going to start to pile up and then the likes of, you know, you spoke about Lokonga earlier and Smith Rowe, they're going to have to step in. Is that, is that going to, is that you still guaranteed top four? Yeah, I, like I said. Do you think you've got enough of a cushion? Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't even think it's about the cushion. I just think that we're, we're a good enough team now um, and with the right philosophy that we're going to grind out enough results to uh, to, to definitely secure that top spot, yeah. top four spot. Um, I mean, we'd have to we'd have to really, really have a shoddy uh, second half of the season to 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 not finish top four. Do you think that last year's um, you know I don't really know how to describe it. It was you know a bit embarrassing from an Arsenal point of view how you lost your lead over Tottenham over the last what was it six fixtures of the season do you think that's still you know in the back of their minds a little bit or is that forgotten in the past could be a blessing in disguise I, as well though I think it definitely is in the back of their minds but instead of it being something that they're nervous about it's, it's a motivation for them you know they, they, they know, it hurt them I could see it hurt them when they lost that Newcastle game I, I saw the reaction of the players they were they were really hurt because we, we did have a good season last season we probably still outperform what what most people thought we were going to do. We just, uh, I mean, we did bottle it. We bottled top four. I don't, I don't even think we're not going to be in a situation come the end of this season where we're going to have a chance to bottle it. I think it will be, I think it will be wrapped up. Oh, I love the Arsenal confidence. I love it. Classic Arsenal fan. <laughs> oh, we're going to win with ten games to go. <laughs> All right, I think that that wraps up nicely our uh, Arsenal versus uh, Chelsea. Thank you, lads, for coming in. That was that was fantastic. No Lots Cheers, to take boys. away from it. Cheers, boys. Um, and appreciate it. Love it was guys. An absolute pleasure. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, over to you, Jojo. Hello, once again. Thank you to everyone who's made it this far. Absolute warrior for getting through all that. Um, really entertaining chat with Roman Lanti. Big love for them to coming out. Mm-hmm. Listen, last week was a disappointment. I'm waiting for this apology to everyone. Again, Please, you no need to real, apologize to everyone. We're going for gold, guys. We go for gold. It's the rainbow is right there. I can see the end of it. And there's a pot of gold <laughs> waiting for us. This week, I've gone for less audacious results. The Yaka, You've gone boring this week. The Yaka isn't as tasty. The Yaka isn't as tasty. It's <laughs> not It's not a 1,180 to, to, you know, one. It's more relaxed. It's, you know, a very calm 22.4 to one. So, you know, much more reasonable odds in terms mm-hmm. of that. And I'm feeling very confident this week, as I do every week. You do every week. Last yeah. week, we got a little unlucky with two results. A little uh, unlucky. Please, please explain. Nottingham Forest, Brentford, 2-2. Um, you know, Brentford were dominating that game. I thought they should have come out a result. And the other bet in which slightly missed um, was Wolves-Brighton, in which I put a draw and Brighton got a late winner in the 90th minute. Mm. So, you know, you know, these things do happen. And what, was it? what about the Aubameyang bet as well? Yeah, well, the Aubameyang <laughs> bet was a blue haze. And, you know, Cassius, you pushed me to take that bet. <laughs> and I wanted it to happen so much that I put some money where my mouth was and, you know, got shoved down my throat. So, this week... 
You want to hear it, Cass? Mm-hmm. I'm okay, ready. let's go. Manchester City, Brentford. Obviously, City are going to win that. Done, obviously. One to nine. We're putting in one pound. We're not getting much out of it. We're not getting much, but we're getting a good 10 pence. Mm-hmm. So we like that. That's just much. building up the acker. Building up the acker. Get the results that are going to come in. Next result. We've got Arsenal Wolves. Another sitter, obviously. <laughs> Tap it in. Arsenal to win. Away at Wolves. No manager. You know, they're looking a bit desperate, Wolves, right now. You know, I was on the Wolves train for a bit, loving to hear a howl, but didn't come in for me. So I'm off the wagon. I'm believing in Arsenal to get a result of Wolves. Lopetegui will be manager this weekend, though. I think he actually isn't. I think he comes in after oh, really? the World Cup break. So that wow. was that was um, a factor in my decision. Mm-hmm. All right, these two other bets that we got on, quickly on that, it's one to two Arsenal bet. So um, better pound, get 150 back. Simple math, quick math, you know the drill. All right, next two results, a bit more contentious. Um, we're not going with the favourites here, but I think these two teams are going to win. First up, we've got West Ham, Leicester. West Ham, not in the great, greatest of forms. Leicester, a bit of a resurgence coming mm-hmm. in. I know you love that. You're a big fan of Brendan. I'm very happy that the Tielemans and Madison are carrying that team right now. It's exactly. To see. You can bank on a worldie by Tielemans outside oh the goodness. box. He's going to slap one in. And mm-hmm. Madison's going to be somewhere giving him an assist. So, Leicester away at West Ham, 13-5. to I think that result's going to be a Leicester win. 13-5, to stake a quid, get 360 back. And the last result of the weekend, we're going to do um, a Sunday fixture at 4.30. I believe it's the last fixture of the weekend. And it's Fulham at home versus Manchester United. Big game. Big for the, game. For the at the cottage. At the cottage. It'll um, be rocking. The, the Mancusians coming be south. Going to, you know, bring the party with them, bring the energy as they always do. And I'm banking Fulham to win here. I'm looking for an upset. I think Fulham at home have been very good this season. I think I've underplayed their form, really. And I can see Fulham coming away with a result here. Have you got Mitrovic to score? I haven't got Mitrovic to score. We're not going for any scorers this week. I want to give my uh, guys and girls some money back in their pocket after <laughs> is, two is weeks. Is this an apology weekend you know, where you give not... everyone easy bets? Listen, listen. It's a long-term project. Kid gone pro is going to get money in your pocket. Don't worry. We're drinking pints on Monday evening altogether. Just one. We'll wait for the weekend to have a few. And Fulham to win 29-10. to 10. Um, I think it's a pretty tasty, tasty bet yep. there. Stake one, three ninety back. As I said earlier, the total acre is twenty two point one four. I'm feeling so confident in this weekend cast that I've actually yep. gone for three pounds on this. You put three pounds yep. on. Stake big money. three, get seventy point twenty back. Could um, you could you just go through the fixtures real quickly? So you've got yep. Fulham to win. We got Fulham to win. We've got Arsenal to win against Wolves. We've got Leicester to win away at West Ham at the Olympic Stadium and we've got Manchester City to beat Brentford at home so three pounds in and they win how much 70.20 so 70 and 20 pence that's great returns for your money right there and I think those bets are going to come off even if half come up you'll get your money back in a little bit more so you know (laughs) we're feeling very excited it's a tasty weekend and as always we're looking forward to the Barclays Premier League a lot of love and sending my vibes out to everyone listening Cass, right. you know Enjoy. the drill. That was, that was episode five. And join us next week when we're talking about the England squad. And hopefully you've got some more money after listening to Jojo's bats. You will. Love. <laughs> All right, let's love, mate.